Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. When we're coaching people and we're conversing with them, one of the things that we talk about all the time is something called patience of cadence. Now, let me be very candid. I am the worst person to give this advice but I am practicing it. Let me share with you what cadence of patience is. Often people say, well, what do you do when you're talking to someone and they say something and maybe the conversation goes in a direction you don't know and you don't know where to take it. And that's a big moment for some people. And what it indicates, at least for the most part, is a lot of times people want to know what to say and what to say within that moment. That's a tough spot to be. Patience of cadence is one, being patient, using patience for cadence, meaning not rushing through the call, not feeling like you have to have answers, but also having cadence skills to buy yourself some time. Let me explain. Often during the course of a conversation, we will have pauses or we will have situations where we don't know where to take things. One of the things that you can do, and actually it's two things really combined together, and that is I always encourage coaches, always encourage leaders and managers, take notes, stay patient. Those notes, when you're writing things down, even when you know what to say, intermittently just share with somebody, you know, let me just finish this thought in this sentence. And I always ask people, by the way, you know, do you mind if I take notes? Yet during the course of the conversation, it might say, give me a second. I just want to finish this thought. Thank you so much for sharing it. And I'll buy myself time to write my notes. Now you can do the same thing to say, you know what, Jack? Let me review my notes here a second. We've, we've really had a great conversation and we, we've talked about a lot of things. Just give me about 20 seconds if you wouldn't mind. Um, I want to think about some of the things that you've shared and um, see where this could potentially take us. And what I just demonstrated was filler language. I'm filling up time. I'm not making it up. I'm not saying something that's not true. I'm authentically saying, we've had a really good conversation. I want to look back at my notes and see where this will take us. If we practice those things, two things will happen. One, when you take notes, it builds trust. Two, when you take notes, it buys you time. Number three, When you review notes and you state back to somebody, demonstrating listening, demonstrating thoughtfulness, guess what happens? You've now built trust. The other thing I want to share with you is when you have patience of cadence, you might look down at your notes and really have no idea where to take things. There is nothing wrong with looking at somebody and saying, you know what, John, I don't know where to take things. Let me, let me state back to you what I've heard. And then I'd love to have you um, share with me what, 
when I state back, you know, what's going through your mind? Where do you think we could take things? What do you think we need to practice? What do you think we need to explore? Notice I'm not coming up with solutions, but my solution is to see if they have some thoughts and you buy yourself some time. Now, taking notes takes practice. Stating back to somebody what you wrote takes practice. Demonstrating to somebody that you're going to need an additional 30 to 60 seconds to write down some further thoughts takes practice. Then taking all of those notes and potentially not knowing where to go, but ultimately having the objective of maintaining a cadence of conversation takes practice. So when we're coaching, we are not there to always give answers. We are not there to always give directives or just feedback. Rather, we're going to have a conversation. Let's be honest. The flip side of this coin, especially with everything in this world, the political discussions and the arguments where we talk over each other and talk through each other, and by the time you get to the second sentence, we already know you're wrong because we've got the words, yeah, but coming out really quick. So here's the challenge. Cadence of patience, a conversation that is thoughtful. It will build trust. The number one thing we hear all the time, and we all do it, present company included, we're thinking about what we want to say while somebody is talking. We are cutting ourselves off. Let me give you an example. I was having a conversation with somebody in a credit union, and we do a lot of work with credit unions. And it was a person who really wants to get into lending, wants to go into the commercial side of the business. And she's been a teller, one of my favorite people in the world. And through the conversation, I kept asking her questions. And they, being the company, um, are a client, but this person's really turned into a friend. And I looked at her and I said, you know, Ashley, would you mind if I took some notes? And she goes, oh, Oh, um, okay, sure. And I said, does that make you nervous? She said, no, you just have never done it before. But wow, I really appreciate you going to that effort. Now, not everyone's going to have that exact insight, but she was really appreciative. So we started a conversation and I could tell she had anxiety. I could tell she was nervous. And one of the things that I do where I need to work and practice is I go fast. I go too fast. Sometimes I go too fast at the expense of other people. So through the conversation, I got done and I realized I had demonstrated active listening three times. I had not interrupted her once. I had not offered any advice. And all of a sudden, she took this deep breath after I was done demonstrating active listening, or not active listening for demonstration, but actively listening by stating back what I heard her say. She took this big, deep breath, and she said, wow, it is great to talk to somebody. I said, oh, what do you mean? She said, I just, I feel so much better having talked to you. Keep in mind, haven't given a directive, hadn't given her any advice. Just asked questions and stated back to her what I heard. And I said, would you mind if I asked you a question though? And she said, sure. I said, you're at point A, you want to go to point C. 
You want to go into commercial, you want to go into lending. She said, right. I said, you appear perception-wise to be exasperated. Where is that coming from? She said, Tim, when people come in, a lot of times people come to see me. And right when she said that, I knew the rest of the sentence. I didn't interrupt her. And I wanted to. I had the knee-jerk reaction. And I thought, come on, Tim, you got to practice what you preach. And she said, now I've got to go out and visit with business customers. I said, interesting. I thought you were going to say that. Would you mind if I shared a thought with you? Notice I didn't say advice or feedback. She said, sure. I said, the only thing that will change is the traffic direction. She said, huh? I said, instead of the traffic coming to you, you're now the traffic going to somebody else. The only thing that's changed is people aren't walking towards you. You're driving to their offices. Your skill set, your ability, your like mentality, your, your ability to be liked, your ability to know products and services, I don't think any of that will change. If anything, I think you're going to be an absolute delight for people to visit with. She goes red, she smiles, and she said, thank you so much. I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So I looked down at my phone, and lo and behold, our conversation was about 18 minutes. The last three is what I just demonstrated. Would you mind if I asked you a question? Would you mind if I shared a thought with you? That was three minutes out of the 18-minute conversation. She has since transferred. She's now doing commercial lending. I sent her an email. I said, how are things going? She said, I love it. I kept coaching myself. I kept telling myself, it's the same thing. It's just a different direction of traffic. So when we're having conversations and we're focused on patience and cadence, Notice even when I say that, I slow down. Because really what I'm doing is I'm coaching myself. I know my own pitfalls. So think about when you're coaching, writing down the word cadence, patience, active listening, trust building, questions, and your conversations will dramatically improve. Good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.